Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, friends. Dwight Beal here. It is Friday, October 7, and this is my last day with Drew Crick here. Thanks for joining me, Drew. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, so I got to ask you in front of our vast listening audience, I think there's at least 10,000 or maybe 10 people listening to us <laughs> today. <laughs> what has your experience been like here in the VP studios? Honestly, it's kind of fun. I mean, it's, um, I feel very, I don't know if like sophisticated is the right word. Like mm. I feel like I could, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm in sweatpants and a sweatshirt right now and you can't even see that. And it's, <laughs> it's great. Um, it just, it's very relaxing. You're just having a conversation and it's, it's been a lot of fun. Good. Yeah. So speaking to our listeners, if, if we were to approach one of them out there to maybe be a guest on the VP podcast, would you encourage them to do it? Oh yeah. hundred percent. It seems intimidating at first, but once you get on the set, it's, it's very easygoing, very, very lax. Yeah. So you would not regret hopping on a, on a podcast or two or five. Good word. My mom was my guest about a year ago. Oh, really? Yeah. And a couple of fun things about that. One is when she showed up, she was very dressed up and had done up her hair. <laughs> and, and I could tell when she sat down, she was sort of looking around, wondering where the cameras were. <laughs> uh, but she did an amazing job. My mom's a very wonderful and deep woman and, and uh, just had some great things to share. But when I asked her what the experience was like, she said, well, I've always felt like I need to be in the Bible more. And this forced me to be in the Bible more, <laughs> you know? Good. Yeah. So I would say that to our listeners as well, that if you ever have the opportunity to do this, uh, and we, w we would encourage all of you to be reading along with us on a daily basis with the Bible reading plan. But if you get a chance to be a guest, you have to uh, read and kind of meditate on five different passages mm -hmm. uh, and attack all those in, in a two-hour period of time. And it's, it's a great exercise. It really is. It's challenging. So let's jump into our last passage. And <laughs> full disclosure— both Drew and I kind of looked at each other a few minutes ago and said, you got anything? And he's like, no. And I, I'm like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> so mostly because it seems like we've been in the same theme yep. the whole week. I mean, God is just speaking his judgment against the wickedness of Israel and sending them into, into exile and all these things. So what we're going to do today, we're just going to read the whole chapter, <laughs> and we're going to let the Holy Spirit communicate to you whatever the Holy Spirit wants to communicate to you, because Drew and I, yeah, we don't have much um, to offer in terms of additional commentary. So Drew is going to read the first 13 verses, then yes. I'll, I'll read the, follow, the rest of it. All right. The covenant is broken. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Listen to the terms of this covenant and tell them to the people of Judah and to those who live in Jerusalem. 
Tell them that this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Cursed is the one who does not obey the terms of his covenant. The terms I commanded your ancestors when I brought them out of Egypt, out of the iron-smelting furnace. I said, obey me, obey me and do everything I command you, and you will be my people, and I will be your God. Then I will fulfill the oath I swore to your ancestors, to give them a land flowing with milk and honey, the land you possess today. I answered, Amen, Lord. The Lord said to me, Proclaim all these words in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. Listen to the terms of this covenant and follow them. For the time I brought your ancestors up from Egypt until today, I warned them again and again, saying, Obey me. But they did not listen or pay attention. Instead, they followed the stubbornness of their evil hearts. So I brought on them all the curses of the covenant, and I had commanded them to follow, but they did not keep. Then the Lord said to me, There is a conspiracy among the people of Judah and those who live in Jerusalem. They have returned to the sins of their ancestors, who refused to listen to my words. They have followed other gods to serve them. Both Israel and Judah have broken the covenant I made with their ancestors. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. The towns of Judah and the people of Jerusalem will go and cry out to the gods to whom they burn incense, but they will not help them at all when the disaster strikes. Hmm. You, Judah, have as many gods as you have towns, and the altars you have set up to burn incense to that shameful god Baal are as many as the streets of Jerusalem." Do not pray for this people or offer any plea or petition for them, because I will not listen. When they call to me in the time of their distress, what is my beloved doing in my temple as she, with many others, works out her evil schemes? Can consecrated meat avert your punishment? When you engage in your wickedness, then you rejoice. The Lord called you a thriving olive tree with fruit beautiful in form. But with the roar of a mighty storm, he will set it on fire, and its branches will be broken. The Lord Almighty, who planted you, has decreed disaster for you. Because the people of both Israel and Judah have done evil and aroused my anger by burning incense to Baal. And then there's a heading that says, The Plot Against Jeremiah. Because the Lord revealed their plot to me, I knew it. For at that time, he showed me what they were doing. I had been like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter. I did not realize that they had plotted against me, saying, Let us destroy the tree and its fruit. Let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name be remembered no more. But you, Lord Almighty, who judge righteously and test the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them. For to you I have committed my cause. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about the people of Anathoth who are threatening to kill you, saying, Do not prophesy in the name of the Lord, or you will die by our hands. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says, I will punish them. Their young men will die by the sword, their sons and daughters by famine. Not even a remnant will be left to them, because I will bring disaster on the people of Anathoth in the year of their punishment. So there is Jeremiah 11. So, Drew, in that reading, did anything new stand out to you? 
I actually highlighted things um, that uh, we had already talked about. So okay, <laughs> not really. Um, I I think um, what you said about God has has his limits. You know, mm-hmm. um, I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. Mm. Uh, that was in verse eleven of chapter eleven. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Nothing new that I picked up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something just occurred to me as I was reading through this that we're kind of hearing the the voice of a scorned lover. I mean, God uses imagery like you have committed adultery by, you know, worshiping the Baals and by worshiping uh, these false gods. We really sense God's heart here that he's not just angry. I think his heart is broken, Hmm. which is kind of hard to imagine that the creator of the universe would, would feel pain like that. But when Israel chose to follow other gods and to serve them, God would reach out after them time and time and time again. And then eventually he pretty much just said, well, um, if you don't want to be in a relationship with me and you prefer to be in a relationship with these false gods, then I'll let you have your way. Yeah. Uh, like in verse 15, it says, What is my beloved doing in my temple as she with many others works out her evil schemes? He calls Israel his beloved. And then at the end, this is interesting, Jeremiah just gives us a glimpse into his life and that for prophesying these things, and speaking these things to the nation of Israel, people were trying to kill him. Hmm. You know, there was, a, there was a plot to take his life. And let's cut him off from the land of the living. Let his name be remembered no more. But then God assured him that, yeah, I'll, I'll take care of these guys that are, <laughs> are trying to come after you. And there's, uh, that, there's that, that father heart of God like you were talking about mm-hmm. in a previous podcast. Yep. Yeah, and I don't know if you've heard this before, but Jeremiah is often referred to as the weeping prophet. You know, he wrote the book of Lamentations, which comes right after Jeremiah. Uh, he's just lamenting uh, over the loss of, you know, relationship between God and, and Israel. And as I understand, uh, Jeremiah was, was – eventually he was brutally – murdered, you know, for being a prophet and for speaking the truth where truth was not welcome. So when Jesus comes later, you know, and he tells his disciples, uh, don't worry if you get persecuted because that's the same way they treated the prophets before you. You know, he was, he was referring to Jeremiah as one of those prophets. Well, Drew, I think we are wrapping this thing up. All right. Um, thanks again for joining us. Would you, could I just put you on the spot? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Based on everything that we have read and discussed this week, could you just speak a short prayer, a blessing over our listeners? Mm, Yeah. And whatever, uh, however you would feel led to do that. Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for blessing us with with another day um, and for for a pretty nice one at that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I pray that as we go about um, just the rest of our lives, that um, 
you would point us in the right direction, that we would walk forward, um, move forward and dig deeper into your word so that um, when um, the Lord's day, when your day comes, mm. we'll be prepared Amen. Um, for, for whatever happens. Um, yeah, Father, thank you for the opportunity to, to um, be on the podcast and um, see what it's like. Thank you for Dwight and um, just his, his hosting abilities. I pray that uh, you would continue the, to bless the rest of uh, today and it's in your holy precious name that we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Talk to you later. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.